Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon, or really good morning, folks. This is Troy Dooley here at the Beachside CEO. And some of you may say, Troy, I thought this was Rome One Towards Radio. Well, I tell you what we've done. We have been streamlining, and with the success of the Beachside CEO over at the Home Business Radio Network, we have now consolidated everything together. And I'm excited. We're getting ready to launch the Beachside CEO TV program uh, probably in August, so you can stay tuned for that. We'll be streaming live when we do the shows. Uh, that's going to be something that we're excited about. Kind of like the, the Imus in the morning or the Rush Limbaugh, you know, those guys that, that bigger and fancier than I am. But I'm excited about where we're going with it. Hey, I also want to announce a brand-new $25,000 contest we are running. If you go to the HBRN, Home Business Radio Network, HBRNContest.com, you can get involved. You can be a part of this. Uh, we are kicking it up. Some of my greatest friends are over there giving away some unbelievable training. And that's something that you just don't see a lot of because, I don't know, man, it's just everybody's busy, everybody's working, everybody's focused, and, and people just don't get it done. And I am excited to see where we're going and what we're doing. So I want you guys to go over there. I want you to check it out. Be a part of it. H B rncontest.com. Hey, we are in Greg, excuse me here just a minute, let me pull this up, Greg Hartman's book, Do Due Diligence. You can go to do dodiligence.com, D-O-D-U-E-D-I-L-I-G-E-N-C-E, Cutting Through the Crap in Network Marketing. We're in an interesting chapter, and I, I tell you, the one thing that a lot of authors do is they do not fully understand some of the terminologies in network marketing. And it's because they get so engrossed in building a business. And in this chapter that we're looking at, we're talking about to sell or not to sell. And i got to preface this. It doesn't matter if you call it direct selling, party plan, network marketing, MLM, relationship marketing. I don't care what the heck you call it. It's all about sales. And any, anybody that says, no, no, it's not about sales, doesn't understand what this business is about. Because at the end of the day, this is about marketing and distribution. And all you're building is your own international marketing and distribution organization. Some companies are are heavier on sales and some are heavier in recruiting. Those that make a, a balance are the ones that become legacy companies. And I think that's what we've got to look at. But you, nobody, I mean nobody that I know that is successful in network marketing has ever stopped selling. I'm not talking about these flash in the pans make lots of money because they move large teams in. I'm talking about those people that are constantly in the in the top one two percent in their companies. It's because they're selling, and that's the name of the game. Greg starts the chapter off. He says another decision you'll have to ask yourself in network marketing is, am I willing to go out and retail a product on an ongoing basis? Now, it's kind of scary when you think about that, but we're going to get into that in a minute because this is one of those chapters where I, I don't necessarily agree with everything Greg says, but he, the basis of what he says is rock solid. Listen, he goes, there are many companies in the industry which are actually closer to direct sales company rather than network marketing companies. Now, I've got to stop right there. There is no such thing as an MLM or network marketing classification in the U.S. code. And, and that's also known as the U.S. tax code. It's the laws 
that govern business in the United States. The only classification, this came down in 1986, is for direct selling companies. There is a direct selling industry where companies from all different niches, some of them are in the clothing, some of them are health and wellness, some of them are in technology, some of them are in candy making, food making, etc., all are part of the direct selling industry. And it's because they have decided to use a multi-level marketing or network marketing compensation structure or sales structure, if you will, in which to move their products. And this is where we get deep into technicality, but this is why I'm a firm believer people should go through the Kevin Grimes compliance course so that they understand the, the basic information that's available to people. And most people do not do that. So they automatically think, well, network marketing is not direct selling, and it is not the truth. When you fill out your taxes, there's no place to say I'm in an MLM business. There's no place to say that I'm in a network marketing business. The actual form that you can't get anymore, but I could send it to you if you wanted, is called, is called the 9-11 document. It's from the IRS that literally lays this out and explains it in detail. And sadly, after 9-11, they, they just took it off the market instead of changing the name of it, which is what they should have done. But this is what it's about. And this is why when, when we look at phenomenal authors and great leaders such as Greg, Sometimes I just got to sit down and say, wait a minute, this isn't totally accurate, okay? And we want to, we want to discuss it a little bit further. Greg is, is right in an area. He says most direct selling companies, all you do is constantly sell, and that's an accurate statement. But he also says you don't make, you don't make residual income. That's not true. If you're with a direct selling company that has a consumable product that is sold month in and month out, then you will make large residual income. Now, some party plan companies, such as Tupperware, doesn't necessarily fit the mold for a traditional uh, network marketing compensation plan. Reason being is because when you sell them, you sell product, unless you're selling somebody new products from Tupperware each and every quarter when the new stuff comes out, there's not a lot of re resale. Weekenders, which is a phenomenal Canadian company that's no longer in business, was a women's clothing line. Four times a year they had brand new clothes came out, so it just kept the people going. Those companies ran a network marketing compensation structure or, or an MLM compensation structure, but they fit the line of, of what we would call constantly selling, which is what Greg's talking about when he really gets to the brass tacks of what direct selling is. Because in most direct selling companies, we might equate them to a Kirby vacuum cleaner or Electrolux or World Book Encyclopedias. Okay, those were, were seen as direct selling door to door companies. There's some pots and pan companies that got started that way. Shackley, Fuller Brush. But because of compensation plan changes, most companies that are direct selling companies and, and when I say most that means about ninety eight percent, maybe ninety seven percent, actually have a multi tiered payout. Insurance companies are classified direct selling companies, and they have a what's called the agency system, where they're still multi-level in several cases, not deep, not as deep as, as Primerica, but it goes that route. So the question that you've got to look at is, or, or, or not really a question, but what you have to come to grips with, and I just got a text, and somebody said, Troy, where can we find this information? There's been one textbook that I have found that is, that is, that is where you can find what I'm just talking about. It's called Direct Sales and Overview. 
by Dr. Keith Lagos. And there may be some more textbooks out here. This one here is used in around 200 colleges now. And uh, I believe you can go to keithlagos.com, pick up a copy of this. Um, now, it's not for the faint of heart. This is like my Bible of direct selling, so I carry it with me just about every trip that I go on so that I've got it uh, because I believe it's that important, uh, and that's what you need to do. But anyway, back to this. What you've got to look at is to build a successful your your distributorship or your your business, depending on if you're in one company or more than one, and, and Greg's talked about that in here, you've got to make the decision. Hey, do I want to sell and and be a salesman, or do I want to get into sales management or sales leadership? And this is where this is where it really comes down to. And and I'm going to segue a little bit out of this chapter just because it's the only way to really clarify this. There's two roles inside of network marketing, the leadership role and the sales role. That leadership role is somebody that's constantly out there that has decided, I want to build a massive marketing and distribution system. Some people say, I only want to do it in the United States. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to stop real quick because I just got another text message in, and this one has nothing to do with business, but my... my uh, my best friend in life from high school, uh, really, really from, from junior high on up, is a man named Greg Sexton. And Greg seems to have had a major fall last night and is in the hospital. And if you guys have followed our shows, you know last year I had you all pray because Greg had to have a, a brain surgery because they found tumors in his brain. Uh, and because of this fall last night, they have got him uh, in the hospital. They are watching him closely. Uh, so, man, just my, my, please pray uh, for him uh, in your thoughts, your prayers, and stuff like that. He is, uh, I would storm the gates of hell for this guy. We have been through so much together. Uh, so I just I just had to get that in there. If you're listening, please uh, keep him in, in your prayers. Keep Jennifer and his boys uh, in your prayers. They're going to need it. Uh, anyway, back to this. <laughs> this is important because most people don't know the difference, don't know how to differentiate between sales leadership, sales management, and, and just being a salesperson. There's nothing wrong with either position. Greg talks about in this chapter one of the waterless car wash companies, a good friend of mine's family owns that company, and he talks about how you, you have to make sales in that company. Well, they have a unilevel compensation plan now. I think they had a stair-step breakaway back then, uh, but it's pretty much a, a unilevel. They tweaked it a little bit. And it does revolve, as most Unilevel plans do, it does revolve around the sale of product. Now, you can decide I'm going to be the one that makes the sales, or you can decide you're going to attract a lot of independent business people that are going to make the sales. One of the things that I have always loved is the fact that I know that when I get the right direct selling company, the right network marketing company, if the product is consumable and the product is solid, then I can market that to some key people and they will roll with it. In the in the waterless car wash, what worked out really good for for that was folks that I knew who were travelers, who were always going to be out there somewhere traveling. Matter of fact, it, it hit most of the time with retired folks. Their demographic was an older demographic that constantly was camping and, and moving around the country. They are always looking for part-time jobs, ways to make incomes. When you're in a campground, you socialize, you party, you do all this. I, I went after and attracted people like that because I thought, man, this is the greatest way to be able to do this. You can do that with several different products. 
You can do the same thing, and we're seeing it today with Vaisalus, when with weight loss. Okay, Vaisalus is not growing because they've got massive distributors. I think right now, if if my numbers serve me right, they've they've got active distributors somewhere 150, 160,000 active distributors, but they've literally got millions, I believe now, in customers. They take up seven percent. If uh, the last uh, figures that I looked at in the weight loss industry, people that are on the challenge. And it's because they have a product that when people lose weight, other people say, what in the Sam Hill have you done? And they're able to just talk about it. It's still a network marketing company, but it's really driven by the sales because it's a weight loss product. Great legacy companies always do that. Now, Greg brings up Amway, and he, and he brings up a term called internal consumption. And he says this is the greatest network marketing company for internal consumption. And the basis premise of his statement is 100% accurate. Uh, the whole concept with Amway, and I loved it, was that you could buy products from yourself. You could buy a better quality product, a, a more healthy product, whether it was your soaps for your clothes, your toothpaste, your, your laundry soap, your deodorant. It didn't matter what it was. You'd buy it from yourself, and you'd save money. So you bought from yourself. You attracted other people in that were going to buy from themselves, and on and on, and you made lots of money. And, that, and that's accurate. Probably OxyFresh is maybe a better when it comes to actual internal consumption uh, because their, their auto ship is about $100 a month, and the average distributor over there spends $300 a month. And they got great products. They use their mouthwash, their toothpaste, their pet care. But here, here is where a lot of times if you don't do your due diligence, you lose sight of some things. Amway. Amway's lost around 150 to 175,000 distributors in the last three years and yet their sales continue to go up through the roof. When distributors leave, if you called it internal consumption, it no longer becomes internal consumption. It's actually retail sales. It's, it's just consumption because the people aren't building their business and sales are still going up. We see this with legacy companies. It's when they hit that bell curve and they go over the top side, a lot of times they'll, they'll start losing distributors, but sales continue to rise. Avon is another prime example of this, the largest direct-selling network marketing company in the world. And it's because, first and foremost, every distributor uses the products, buys new products, and when they come out, they've got a great internal consumption source. But it's also because the Avon lady goes knocking. I have just the, the most drop-dead gorgeous gal that lives in the neighborhood. I'm not talking about in her looks. I'm just talking about in her whole persona, her whole personality. And I, I don't know, she's probably 60 years old sweetest thing you ever saw. She comes around with a big old smile, puts the, the Avon book on the mailbox, waves, and you know what? The neighborhood buys doggone products from her. Same thing rings true with Mary Kay. So what you've got to look at is what's the type of business that you want to, you want to go into. Some companies don't focus on any retail sales, and I've talked about this, and Greg alludes to it. Okay, All they want to do is market the product through the compensation. And they usually create their compensation plan first. Once the compensation plan is, is set up, then they go try to figure out some widget. Usually it's a, a fruit juice or it's an energy drink that they can market. Now, some have really tapped into the weight loss craze. I've got a couple companies that their product just flat out sucks, and yet they're marketing it like crazy. And the reason that they're doing that is because it's kind of like a a controlled flash mob. 
somebody gets in. They don't care about what the what the ingredients are. They pop it in their mouth. They feel better. They don't get hungry. They lose weight, and on down the road they go. Well, we see all kinds of crap like that just on the health food shelves, and it doesn't mean it's any good for you. So you've got to look at, hey, do I want longevity? Do I really want to build a marketing and distribution organization as Greg and I both promote? And if that's your key, then you've got to use every chapter in his book to be able to really focus on what's best. Number one, you've got to have a product that is going to be consumable. It's got to be a product that is necessary, a product that will be used in a family. I've got a startup company that I have become very close to. It's it's probably the closest relationship I might have in any of my clients because I'm there at the ground floor. Every time they have a super meeting, I'm there documenting it. We're, We're literally doing a documentary on this. And they didn't start with a product. They didn't start with a compensation plan. You know what they started with? Their why. Why are we even doing this? Why are a bunch of successful distributors and company owners coming together to to create again, once again, a new network marketing company? See, that's how companies really get their why. When, When Bill Gates and Paul Allen and Steve Ballmer were sitting around in the garage trying to figure out why the heck are we doing this, they had a why. Especially Bill Gates, he wanted to dominate, you know, 100% of the computers out there. When when Steve Jobs and and Steve, I can't pronounce his partner's name. It's a big long uh, Polish or or uh, some European country name. When 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 they got together, they wanted to change people's experience, make it easy for people. See, everybody has a why that has a successful business. Now you may be saying, well, Troy, I don't think General Electric has a why. General Electric had a why when it was started. Thomas Edison started that company. He wanted to change the world by creating so many different easy products from the from the telephone to the light bulb to the to the stereo. I mean, on and on and on. That boy's just nuts. You look at, at Ford Motor Company, great books out on them right now, and you look at what they were able to accomplish. Henry Ford had a passion. He wanted to be able to pay, take average people, put them to work, and create an automobile that the masses could afford. Said I want to I want to make a better life for everybody. See that's how network marketing companies that make it do. Mister Fuller, when he started Fuller Brush, was that way. The Amway boys were that way. Mark Hughes at Herbalife was that way. Mister Watkins at, at the Watkins Product Company was that way. See when you look and, and you study the history of current companies, you start to realize it was all about their why. Now, some whys are not good. The people who launch the company to make a quick buck and they're gone. I've got some clients that way. Their whole concept is let's build this company, let's get it out there, and then let's sell it. And then we'll make lots of money and we can go on down the road. They don't care about the distributors. That's why the why is so important. That's why I'm excited about this startup company that we're working with. We, we can't, I can't talk a lot about it, but I'm telling you what, it's a rocking. And if you want to learn more about it, uh, and you're you're a leader that that really does want something new. You've been sitting on the sidelines or something. Give me a call because I'll be more than happy to to put you in contact with somebody. But it, it's just phenomenal for me. So when Greg's talking about balance, you know, and deciding if you want to sell, that's something you've got to decide. Do you want to be on the management side? Do you want to be on the sales side? Do you want to cultivate leaders and and teach them how to become sales leaders? Recruiting dynamos, 
then you're going to be moving up. You're going to be doing some stuff. If all you want to do is make some sales, put 25 30% in your pocket, not worry about the headache of other people, but every now and then if somebody's interested, you could recruit them in, then you're going to be selling. And it's going to be fun. I tell you what, some of my greatest experiences have been from sales, 100%. I love relationship building. I love being able to go out there. And you know what? My customers have stayed with me a lot longer than some of my distributors have because they get it. They understand it. They love the product. They want to be a part of something bigger, and that's what you've got to look at. But how do you decide on a company? You know, there's there's several different criteria, and Greg talks about them in here. You've got your, your formulation stage and your, your concentration stage. That's where you start to build. That's really the equity phase of the business. And as you go through that, that concentration stage, usually it's about the five-year mark. You start to hit critical mass. Every now and then, companies will do it quicker than that. Some do it later than that. But you hit critical mass, and you start into momentum. And that's where the sales really take off. That's where the timing takes off. That's where the excitement takes off. And then all of a sudden you hit that stability stage. And when you hit the stability stage, that's where the true story starts to shine. And usually what happens is that's where some sales fall off for a little bit. Distributors get weeded out. Leaders leave and go elsewhere. And what you have left is a core group of rock-solid builders and salespeople that say, we're ready to rock this thing forward. We're ready to move it on to the next level. And that's the fun part. I love Greg's book. I don't agree with everything in it. But I'll tell you what, I, you'd be hard-pressed to find a book that doesn't have as much information as his. Him and, him and, and uh, Darren Falter know how to write, and I love these guys. Do Due Diligence, Cutting Through the Crap in Network Marketing, Greg Hartman. You can go to dodiligence.com, pick up a copy. Also, don't forget, if you've just tuned in, that if you go to hbrncontest.com, that's the Home Business Radio Network, it's hbrncontest.com. Now through Labor Day, we're giving away $25,000 in products, services, coaching, training. I mean, we're having a blast. And it's all to build the community and give you guys, just give you some stuff back. Every day we're doing drawings and contests. We're just, it's rocking. So, Go check that out. Tomorrow we'll be back here putting it all together. We're getting down to selecting the right company. It's about time we get to the nitty-gritty, huh? Hey, folks, have an awesome day. Live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous. Stay strong. Be back here tomorrow morning for the Beachside CEO. Bye now.